Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. The Ranger Report, yeah, the Ranger Report. If you want the inside scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go! This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Hey everybody, welcome to the Ranger Report Podcast. I am Ben Dieter. You can find me on Twitter at BDieter75. I am CJ Berryman. You can find me at CJB underscore RR on the Twit thing. And you can find us at the Ranger Report on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and pretty much everywhere else in the world, the RangerReport.com, Patreon.com slash the Ranger Report, everywhere you want to find it. And I'm going to let CJ introduce our guest for today. Uh, this is my ex-coach, um... I, I don't even know what not pitching coach. You were my coach from like 15 to 19. So Renee Cano, welcome to the Ranger Report podcast. It is my honor to be on here with you guys, man. Uh, CJ, just working with you. Um, ben, it's nice to meet you, man. Just getting on and talking about Rangers. Who doesn't love the Rangers? Well, and, and, and Ben's beard is legendary, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is, man. I'm telling you why. He should be a general manager somewhere. <laughs> I, t- I take it. Trust me. I take it. <laughs> no, but speaking of the Rangers, I know you helped. You were you were one of CJ's pitching coaches. So the Rangers rotation, especially with picking up guys like DeGrom and, and uh, Heaney, it's, it, it's looking pretty good, isn't it? Man, I'll tell you what. I, I'll be honest. With you, I haven't been this excited in a long time yeah. for that rotation. A lot of Rangers fans. My son and I went out to a game last year. Um, and so, you know, really a couple of picks last year, but seeing this rotation, I think CJ needs to be on that rotation because I'm telling you, <laughs> if, if he does, we're guaranteeing an NL championship. <laughs> he said that. Okay. So let's, okay. That's bringing up a story right here. I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. here. So we're on the bus back from Plainview and coach Cano puts on, uh, 
worked for love of the game. And he's like, that's CJ. That's CJ. But he's going to be doing it for the Braves. Yeah. And absolutely. I grew up TBN fan. Yeah. Either, you know, of course, everybody else. I was a Braves guy. And so, you know, I'm a big Maddox fan and Smoltz fan. And oh, CJ, yeah. boys, when CJ's curveball was on, it was <laughs> on. Now, I'll tell you, if he didn't leave it hanging and he threw it hard and got pissed off, he was a great pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> so I would tell him, boy, he he's gonna he he can win an NL championship one day and be for the Braves. That was my dream because then he can get me in the box and I watch some free games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Dream. So he <laughs> there was um <laughs> there was multiple games where I was sucking and he would come out to the mound and be like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, well, just unscrew yourself. (laughs) Essentially, I mean, I mean, that's not exactly what he said, but he's like, yeah, just just be you. Just be you. So, Ben, let me ask you, why does it take some people in this world to get pissed off before they can perform? I'm telling you, there there are people like that. Yeah, there are definitely people like that. And I'm sure as a coach, as a former coach, you've seen a lot of that where like they're just sort of cruising along, not doing real good. Then you get them mad and boy, they just turn on and and start throwing fire. Oh, he and and, and Coach Cano, I promise you, man, he knew how to switch. (laughs) He knew how to switch me. And and we and we went to roll. Yeah. You talk about getting the zone, you know, in baseball. CJ could get in the zone. Now, here's the thing. He was a little playboy on the mound, but if you got him <laughs> pissed off enough, if you got him pissed off enough and he got in the zone, the guy was in the zone. And one thing about CJ, he was a competitor, right? You just had to get him there. So, CJ, why did it take so much to get you there, brother? <laughs> I don't know, Coach. <laughs> well, and let's let's talk about, okay, let's talk about Pampa. Okay. And the Baltimore Orioles were were there. To scout a pitcher. Yeah, it, I remember and, that. And it wasn't me. And I got pissed. <laughs> yeah. And Ben, I remember telling CJ because he was going to be on the mound. I'm like, hey, bud, we, they're coming in and they're not here to see you. What, what do you think about that? <laughs> like, what do you think about that, man? You're, you're, like, you're, you're plan B. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, uh, on the, on the uh, warm up mound and I was humming it. <laughs> and the more Coach Cano <laughs> told me about that, the p- more pissed yeah. off I got. Yeah. And so guess what happened that day? I'm going to let Coach Cano take control here because he was <laughs> the one calling the pitches that day. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, Ben, that was probably one of the best days ever because, you know, you had all these people back in the stands and scouts watching. And I will tell you, man, CJ got in the zone that day. I mean, he was – I'll tell you what, he was on fire. His curveball, man, was on fire in that outside location. And I'm telling you, it was unbelievable. I mean, I'm telling you, that was probably C, uh, C, CJ's best pitching performance I've ever seen, really, ever. Yeah. Well, I, I struck out 13 that day. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. You know, but, I mean, think about it. You know, why was that, man? Because you had a challenge in front of you. That's why. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, I think that's what happened is that, I got pissed off because it's like, okay, somebody's better than you. And I'm like, no, they're not. Max Simon was the guy pitching for Pampa. And yep. I was like, no, he's not better than I am. It was uh, in, in Lance Lannert, Lance Lonert, sorry, 
was, you know, the head, I guess you could say, media guy. And he's like, it's a showdown between Max Simon and CJ Berryman. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think, you know, what I think, go ahead, Ben. I was going to say, and I think that's why in overall sports that you see underdogs use that to their advantage, you know, when you're, when you're shot down, I know this year, the Rangers, I've seen already projections that have them coming in fourth in the AL West, you know, and I think they're going to use that as fodder to try to, to and motivate these guys to do better. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that with a uh, locker room, no. you know, chatter and, and, and bulletin board material. I think that's, Oh stuff God, helps. we had a lot of that. <laughs> We've had a lot of that. <laughs> Tom well, Brady used what, that for I mean, most of his career uh, in the NFL. Tom Brady used that for almost his whole career. Yeah, you're telling me, you know, but one thing about it is that, you know, you think about pitchers in the big leagues and think about CJ that day, CJ was afraid to come out and throw a curveball in the first pitch, right? Sometimes that's you have to take you, some risks. Yeah. I'm going to interrupt you right now because you knew, you realized when the, uh, when Coach Perez came and told me, yeah, the Royals are here, but not to see you. And I got pissed. Yeah. And you were like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to open with the curveball, get you yep. comfortable. And, and it's, it's so, it's so nice to have, you know, cause he was my coach from freshman year to senior year. And he, and he became my uh, pitching coach senior year. So there's a comfort level there. Yeah. Cause we've cussed each other out <laughs> a lot. Did we not coach? Yeah, absolutely. Right. But it's yeah. a competitive sport, you yeah. know, and 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 I'm hoping, Ben, that we see that with the Rangers. I'm hoping we see that they get in one of their faces and get competitive on the mound because we need to we need to have that this year. Well, yeah. and the thing that excites me is the most successful they've ever been is when Mike Maddox was their pitching coach and he's back again. And now he's and, back. And yeah. we know that Mike Maddox knows how to get guys going. And now he's got a real rotation to get going. I mean, he did it with guys no one had ever heard of back in 2010 and 11. Now he's doing it with, you know, a pretty stacked rotation. Right, right. And I know the big question right now is health factor, right? Yep. You've got a lot of guys who are more yeah. veterans. But here's the thing. I'm going to give it to the Rangers. They're taking a chance of doing something different, right? Yep. I mean, we have to yeah. do something different, and I believe that this is going to be a good year. I, 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 I believe you're exactly right because they've ponied up, and they've yeah. got they've got pitchers. They ponied up on pitchers, and last year they ponied up on position players. They got Corey Seager, they got Marcus Simeon. Um, the only thing they're missing is a left fielder, which I think is going to be filled uh, within the organization. Yeah. So, uh, but right now it's an exciting time to be a Rangers fan. Yeah. It's been tough for us. Cause I mean, you think about it in the last, what, 10 years around, we only had about three seasons over 80 wins. Yeah. But a lot of that, when you look at it, we've not done a good job of, of drafting good pitchers that become NLB stars. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. been a struggle for the Rangers. Well, they're No, they've, they've got a lot. They've got a lot. I mean, their their farm system is stocked, and that's one thing that me and Ben have done is is really analyzed and uh, gone through the farm system and gotten a lot of those guys on. Zach Kent's one of them. Okay. Um, and 
Uh, well, they, they they haven't. He's right. They haven't. But they do now. They've they finally started actually rebuilding that farm system. And it is I mean, the thing is, though, a lot of these guys still have to show whether they can do it in the major leagues or not. And we really right. hope that they can. But, right. you know, we have a good backup system right now if injuries start happening. Right, right, right. You've got I just your, know for years now, you just seen, haven't seen it transition because we've yeah. been watching it to the major leagues like some of the other teams. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you look at teams like Tampa, and they they seem to have like a stud pitcher come out of their organization like every year, you know. <laughs> and, and the Rangers have not had that in year. I mean, the last one really is probably like Derek Holland and, and uh, that that whole class, Scott Feldman, that group of guys that went to the World Series that they actually developed and you know and throughout there. The rest of the time, it's been you Darvish and Cole Hamels have been the one to carry the load, and those have not been homegrown guys. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So, Ben, I mean, what's the secret, and what why are these other teams so successful with that? It's organizational, in my opinion, is the organizational uh, philosophy, like what what they're trying to do. I think John Daniels, as much as I liked John Daniels, I wasn't a mostly a hate John Daniels guy. He had moments where I couldn't stand him, but I think I think. He oh, just, no, I, I didn't like him. I know and, you did. And, and, and <laughs> I, I wrote about it. Yeah, There's you did. There's an article. There's a huge article. And I was <laughs> dead on yep with i it, think he but. waited i think he waited too long to try to to do that building from the ground up watching other teams and i think that's what finally got him let go is even though they're on the right track now it took him 10 years to get him on the right track and i don't think that's acceptable yeah so cj how are we going man get these pitchers fired up man what's going to be their calling card how do we get fired up like you did on the mound throwing first pits you know curveballs <laughs> <laughs> um that's a great question <laughs> well we got jacob de grom man yeah we got to fire him up go yell at him or something cj before yeah, the game. Just exactly. go yell at him and let him throw 100 miles an hour you know <laughs> thor just let him just let him go out there and smoke it you know yeah Ben, how much say so do you have the Rangers? We can call CJ the, the Harmon's the yeller. He's the mascot, and he just go yells in their ear. Do you have any say go. so with the Rangers? Each start, yeah, each starting day, I'll have CJ just come down there and just like scream at whoever's starting that day and tell him that, you know, he's not good enough and do the whole uh, what was that Saturday Night Live skit? He's not good enough, he's not smart enough. Dog on it, nobody likes him. And see if he can get out there and throw some heat, man. Throw some heat on the mound. <laughs> okay so uh, i guess this, this is what the point where me and coach conito who's what i call him um tell some war stories <laughs> so there was there was there was many times where he'd come out there and just be like what the hell is wrong with you and, I've said that to you a couple times too. Well, <laughs> and I'd also cuss at you, just like I cuss at Coach Canito. Yep, that's true. And, <laughs> and, uh, but no, I mean there there was games. Um, do you remember? Let's see. Uh, calling me up to Tascosa would be my sophomore year. I was. Oh, uh, you have to remind was, me. I was 16 and, and playing against Tascosa and Amarillo. And you I vaguely called, remember that you called me up and I smoked it. <laughs> um, but, but I got homered against that was the first homer I've ever given up in my life. And Anthony Ramirez comes off uh shortstop and he covers his mouth. And he's like, I told you you'd get homered off of. 
<laughs> now, man, CJ was not the fastest guy on the diamond, but uh, you probably that probably surprises you, you know. But yeah, I, I figured he was a speed demon. <laughs> no, he never unhits the trailer, but um, we, we we definitely didn't pinch run him very much at all. <laughs> well, I was also our cleanup hitter, so um. So against uh, that Pampa game, you know, I was the cleanup hitter and I walked, I went 0 for 1, I think, with three walks. And every time I got to first base, Coach Canito was like, all right, high five. Now get the <laughs> hell off the field. <laughs> I'll just let you know, CJ, if it makes you feel better, I was also a cleanup hitter. Whether we were up by 10 or down by 10, I'd come in to clean up the rest of the game. That was the kind of cleanup hitter I was. That's when I got off the bench. It was when we were up by 10 or down by 10. So, <laughs> but I bet, Ben, you might have beaten CJ in a race back in high school. I might oh, have. Bullshit. bullshit. I was pretty, I was pretty oh, fast. No, 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 no. I'd have gotten him. I always tell my students, I'm a, I'm a teacher for a living, by the way. I always tell my students, I ran a four four forty four minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> now, Ben, I have to ask you, could you tell, knowing CJ, that he was a competitor on the mound? Oh, be yeah. honest. Yes, because CJ is competitive in everything. Like, I've known CJ since 2012, 2013, somewhere in there. And yeah. he's been competitive with everything I've heard him do and seen him do in the last 10 years or so. Now, let me ask you, could you also tell he is hard-headed on the mound? That doesn't surprise me one bit. No, that would not <laughs> shock me to know at all. That's what that's what caused some 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 controversy on the mound with between me and Coach Conito. Because yep. he'd come out there and I'd cuss him out and be, and be like, no, we're we're doing <laughs> we're doing this. And he's like, no, we're doing this. I'm like, no, we're fucking doing this. <laughs> and yeah, so he he never cussed at me, but I cussed at him. <laughs> but I'm, I'll tell you this much about CJ too: if you try pulling him out of a game and not letting no, him no, that was not a good thing. <laughs> that was not a good thing. <laughs> it was not. It was a terrible thing. And 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 going seven innings. I mean, I mean, it's it's hard. Yeah, it's hard, real I hard mean, in high school. They hardly yeah. let kids do it nowadays. But I, I did it. I did it. Every single time I hit the mound, they never pulled me out. Ben, Unless... I, ben he'd come off the mound and I'd be like, CJ, you're at 78 pitches, brother. You're about done, man. We've got to pull you out. And he was like, ignoring me. Like, he was like, no, I got this was CJ. I got this. I got CJ, yeah. you're 78 pitches, brother. Come on now. No, he's got this. <laughs> well, he grew up, he grew up watching Mike Maddox, Nolan Ryan, you know, who, who went, you know, Nolan Ryan would pitch an 18 inning, you That's know, complete game. You, so. you just hit it, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Nolan yeah. Ryan, Nolan yep. Ryan never came off the mound. And so that was my mentality was no. Yep. When I started the game, I'm finishing the game. Yeah. And, and coach knows that. That's one thing I kind of miss about baseball these days, coach, is that they don't really let guys. I mean, you don't see hardly, but what, 10 or 12 complete games for an entire major league baseball season now. No, that's changed. Philosophies change a lot about that. And I mean, especially too, CJ, when you're in high school, your parents up in the stands, boy, kill me, man. You throw a hundred pitches, brother. <laughs> Get injured. <laughs> my dad, my dad got kind of pissed off at you one night. Yeah. <laughs> C, CJ's dad would stand over there by the backstop right there by the, the, the side. Yeah. And, 
you could tell what I'm thinking. What he's not happy, right? <laughs> but how do you argue with the son who doesn't want to be pulled off the mound because yeah. um, he's looking good for the girls and he's throwing a good uh, curveball? So, <laughs> well, you know, coaches, that's a tough job you have, especially if somebody's on. When they get to that point, you're like, I really need to pull him, but man, he's like throwing fire right now and I don't want to pull him out of the game. Our, our baseball coach where I, where I teach is always like, you know, telling me it's just like, it's such a tough decision. Cause if you have a guy that struck out the last six of the last seven guys, but he's at 80 pitches, you know, what do you do? You're like, it's time to pull him out. But man, I don't want, I actually saw a high school game one time that they were up three, nothing and they had to pull their starter. And the next, the next pitcher they brought in hit the next four guys and walked in a run. Then they pulled him out and that guy gave up a grand slam. And then they're down seven to four, like instantly, you know, it's like, he's just like, man, that was the wrong decision. <laughs> well, that was, that was coach Connell's problem because then he'd come to the mound and tell me, Hey, we're pulling you out. And I'm like, no, you're <laughs> nope. <not. laughs> no, you are not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't I don't coach for a reason. I don't want to have to make those decisions. <laughs> ben, again, man, you have the look of a general manager. You need yeah. to be a general manager. I, I need to be the guy up in the up in the up in the top looking and, and making moves. You're right. I'm not not the manager material. I don't want to do that. So would you hire would you uh 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 pick up CJ on a long term long-term contract if you were the general manager and be oh, honest? Shit. Oh heck yeah, for this show, definitely. Uh, he's been he's been with me now. I mean, we always joke that I did it by myself for like two years, and I was it was terrible. And then CJ joined, and it got really good. I just needed that uh, I needed that steady pitcher to come in and start throwing throwing heat instead of the uh, the softballs that I was chunking around before he got here. <laughs> I'm yeah, surprised. But, I thought you were going to say you're going to sign him to one year one year deal and see what what happens after that. Well, the first year, <laughs> well, one year with a lifetime option, depending on how he does. <laughs> <laughs> Who so is it, it, it in the coach of Kentucky that has a lifetime contract for basketball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Calipari. Yeah, John Calipari. Yep. <laughs> Not so looking so it, good this it, year, but anyway, it, it, it's funny you bring that up, uh, Coach Canito, because um, he just put a, a thing on Twitter, and I was like, "Bro, we've worked together many, many, many times." So. Why, why don't we just do this, you know? And so we did one episode and he was like, all right, thanks. You know, and hopefully we have CJ on again. I'm like, no. Yeah. CJ told me, no, I'm part of this now. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he basically told me what he told you. You're not pulling me off the mound. I'm part of this now. Absolutely. And that was, so let me ask you, 2021. Ben, yeah. You. yeah. 2021. Let me ask you a question right now. What's your favorite? What What's your favorite thing you're looking forward to with the Rangers right now? Oh gosh, probably health. I mean, health. If they stay healthy, I'm looking forward to all of the pundits like in 2010 freaking out, not knowing players' names, trying to figure out why they're as good as they are, trying to figure out why they were so wrong. There's well, nothing right. better. There's nothing better than you knowing what's going to happen and nobody else. You know what I mean? Like, because mm -hmm. I remember in 2010 they couldn't even say some of the players' names right when they were on national TV because they didn't know who any of them were. And, you know, that guy, of course, this year it's a little different with the guys they picked up are already very well-known people. But just the shock that the national media will have when the Rangers are either in second or first place in the West is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Absolutely. How about you, yeah, CJ? You got DeGrom, and, and yeah. I mean, they brought in a lot of pitchers. Odorizzi, they brought in... Uh, oh, Rizzi's not even going to be in the rotation, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah, he's he's going to be he's going to be a swing <laughs> man, swing man. Yeah, and we, I mean, we talked about 
with that with Brad Sham. And he's like, I, I don't see him being in the rotation. Yeah. So, uh, Dane Dunning, probably yeah. going to be in AAA. Probably going to be in Round Rock. Same thing with yeah. Cole Reagans. Yeah. Yep. And Unless Cole makes the bullpen. Cole can make the bullpen. And Taylor, who we've, we've, he's, he's one of our lovers. Um, he's probably going to be in the bullpen. I yep. think, I think he's going to be in the bullpen. Um, and we've had Robin Hearn on his, uh, Taylor's sister. And I've got a date with her. By the way. <laughs> you do. Yes. Wow. Yeah. CJ, uh, CJ is still bold. I'll give him that. <laughs> Just tell her old war stories and you'll win her heart. There you go. <laughs> I've I've already been working on it, brother. <laughs> I've already been working on it, brother. Um, so <laughs> shit. Um does it does it does it oh well, sorry, it's my dog. Does it concern <laughs> either one of you guys that um that last year with our rota- this new rotation, they missed through almost over 350 starts last year? They missed a lot of starts. It they does. Did. Yeah, it does. Like that's my only, my only thing keeping me from being super excited about it is the fact that, you know, these guys have missed a lot of starts over the last couple of years. Yeah. And John Gray, I mean, he was, yeah, he missed a lot effective. of starts last year. He yeah. missed a whole lot of starts. But man, he was good when he was on. Oh, he was on. He was on when he was on, he was on. Yeah. But available. Uh, uh, Coach Canito will know this uh, phrase. The best ability is availability. Right. Yep. Yep. And, um, oh, now I got to bring up me being quarterback of the Herford Whitefaces. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, now football stories this is getting good. <laughs> this is going to get good because the first person off the bus, uh, we got off the bus. Uh, was that in Lubbock? Yes, it was Lubbock. And you, first person that came in, you were like, "Dude, you're the you're the quarterback of the Hereford Whitefaces, man. This is great. This is great." And I was like, "I just want to eat." <laughs> <laughs> but he was Coach Conito was fired up. Uh, about me becoming, you know, quarterback of the Herford Whitefaces. I can yeah, tell you by the, and by the way, I got to show him. I got to show him. Hang okay. on. Okay. I got to tell you from experience, educators get more excited than students sometimes about student success. Yeah. And I think Ben too, man, when you're a coach, man, you get, you get really close, man, to your players, yeah. right? Yeah, Cause you're with them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I miss, that's one thing I miss, you know, yeah. I, now is not having that strong relationship with players like that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Even though it may get to their head a little bit, you know, yeah, you, you get yeah. that close relationship yeah. with them. Yeah. So where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, Tyler, Texas. Tyler, Texas. Yeah, East okay. Texas. So up, oh, look, here he comes with the helmet. Yeah, here he comes. I can't, I grew up in East Texas, which is still where I live now. So yeah, what's the weather like over there, Ben? <laughs> uh it's well. It was 30 degrees this morning and 65 this afternoon. So typical Texas weather. <laughs> well, it's yeah, it snowed over here. We had winter Coach, and spring Coach and summer. In one day. You remember this helmet? <laughs> I do, man. That's beautiful. Did you steal it, CJ? <laughs> no, my parents bought it. Oh, okay. And it's got all my stickers and all that stuff on there. Nice. Yeah. Coach Conito remembers. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah, I remember CJ running the boot, man. Yep, I remember that. Oh, the bootlegs? Yes. Uh, it was 809 and 909. Yeah, guy, you have a good memory, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the plays. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we let him go, CJ, what else you got for coach? Um, oh, I got to show him signals. <laughs> you ready? See if he coach? still remembers them. Okay. Yep. Let's see if you can remember them. You ready? You ready? Okay, coach? I'll see if I can remember. All right. <sighs> Fastball. Yep. <laughs> Curveball. Yep. <laughs> Ooh, man. Change up. Yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look at that. A coach never forgets, CJ. <laughs> CJ told me CJ told me off air he's gonna test you and see if you still remember the cost so if you still remember the signals. <laughs> That's good, man. That's good. <laughs> All right, CJ, you ready to get out there and pitch again? Spring training starts in a month. Oh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> you better start warming up now. Yeah, I think CJ Ben is good for one curveball and then we'll yank him. Okay, that'll work. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You uh, okay? I got it. Before we end this, Coach Cano always talks about my curveball. Canito, yeah. talk about my curveball. Before <laughs> okay, we end. the good, bad, and the ugly. Now, Ben, I'll tell you when it was on. I mean, I'm telling you, the thing about CJ's curveball is, is coming out of his hand, it looked like a fastball, which is what it should be, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you didn't, you didn't see it. I mean, literally. You throw it like a fastball. When it came out, that sucker just came out in the corner, man. And it was a beautiful thing, right? So when he got angry and he threw that thing, I mean, you just didn't see it. Um, when he got lazy with it, when they hit a home run, because he changed, leave he changed it, the momentum and that sucker would flow. You know, in the movies where you'd like just slow motion, <laughs> I could <laughs> <Yeah>. see it. <laughs> I mean, it was literally yeah. like so slow yeah. motion, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those batters would sit underneath it. But I will tell you, when CJ got mad and he threw it and you didn't see it coming, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. CJ is one of the very few pitchers that I knew of that could throw that curveball in a first pitch strike and really get ahead of the batter. And yeah. that's where I was always proud of him that yeah. and i'll tell you there's many times where you know i mean throw a fastball first pitch he'd override it he'd throw a curveball and he was successful with it cj being being stubborn again yeah i'll be very stubborn <laughs> now cj anything that i say that was not on par uh no you're you're pretty <laughs> accurate <laughs> 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 pretty damn um, accurate <laughs> well coach we've really enjoyed having you on tonight man this has been great yeah man i appreciate you guys man anytime i can talk rangers man can i get a guarantee from you guys we're gonna have an 80 plus season i uh, i think i think we can yeah i, think I, I think can think safely say i'm predicting i haven't done my official prediction yet but it will be 80 or more so yeah, yeah I think we're gonna have 80, 80 or more, more. yeah for sure okay for sure because man it's been i mean it's been a while, but what 2016 maybe? Yeah, I think there 16 was the last wins. time they were. That was 16 that they had the best record in the American League, and then got knocked right. out by the Blue Jays, and that's the last time we've had a winning record. God, I hate yeah. the Blue Jays, man. I do too. <laughs> even even without Bautista, I still hate the Blue Jays. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, let's talk about that. <laughs> I keep hey, I keep running on this. Ben's gonna <laughs> kick you out, CJ. I well, he's already threatened to do that many times. Yeah. But, um, 
Rugio door knocking Batista oh. out. <laughs> what do you think? No, that's worth what, talking about. That what'd you think about that, coach? Yeah, that's one of those no comment kind of deals, man. That was not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, CJ. I, that that's not a good thing, brother. <laughs> well, no, Batista tried to take him out. I know, man. But come on, brother. You can't. You come can't on, be fighting. Although no, no, okay, exactly okay, okay, okay. Now this is bringing up other shit. Um, <laughs> remember um, when you well, got you whacked by the th- cheerleader? He threw the wrong pitch, and one of our cheerleaders whacked him across the side of the head. <laughs> I do remember that. I do remember that. <laughs> That's a joke. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, we were playing summer league, and Anthony Ramirez got into a fight with. Uh, second baseman and beat the living shit out of him. Yeah. And that was, um, shit, that was a terrible day. Cause I was in the, de- I was in the on deck circle getting ready to go hit. And now I've got to run out there. And I ran <laughs> out there with the bat and my helmet on and shit and was like, all right, this is not right. No. What do I do here? And Andrew Ramirez was, um, you remember Andrew, uh, was our assistant coach. And Johnny Dan was the head coach. And, I mean, it just got nasty. And, yeah, Anthony beat the crap out of that dude at the shortstop area. Beat the living crap out of that kid. Yeah, I remember that day because I got a call. I was supposed to go to that game just to watch you guys, and I got a call and head over to the field. Most people were gone that day, and they a parent gave me an update on what had happened. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, that's ne- especially at the high school level. That's never good. Yeah, no. that's never good. I mean, it's yeah. not good at the pro level either, but it does happen, you know. But it wasn't but that, good, that but... day. Still lives in infamy though with Rugi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. But 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 Anthony didn't instigate that thing. It was the shortstop from uh, God who we're playing. It was Lubbock Cooper. Lubbock. <laughs> it was one of the Lubbock teams. Yeah. And no, the kid at shortstop was dicking with Anthony. And then he just went and clocked him. And so Anthony got up and just started beating the living yeah. crap I'll, out of him. I'll tell you one thing. When you're in the middle of competing like that and something like that happens, it's hard not to react. Because yeah. you're, you're, you're already all amped up from playing the game and trying to win and being competitive. It's hard not to react when stuff like that happens. I know when I played, there was many times I wanted to get into fights that I, that afterward I was like, boy, that was stupid. I'm glad I didn't throw a punch. Yeah, man, I think that's what people don't understand when who played sports or especially even, you know, the competitive level up or levels that your, your emotions at adrenaline takes over, right? Yep. And sometimes that wrong side of your brain, you know, that fight or flight, and you get in that fight mode. Yep. And then you, you're right. You look back and like, what the heck was I thinking? Yep. You think about major league baseball players who've gotten those moments, but it's blasted all over ESPN. Yeah. You got to be a little bit embarrassed that that happens. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, coach. Well, I think that's all we got for you. Appreciate your time tonight, sir. Yeah, absolutely, man. We love you guys, man. I appreciate you guys. Go Rangers. I'm marking it down today. Y'all said 80 plus wins. All right, mark it down. I'm, I'm going right. to bet yeah. on it in Vegas. Okay? <laughs> oh, all right, coach. Okay. You're going to go bet on this? <laughs> yes, I'm going to go bet on this. All right. Hey, but all right. I, I appreciate you guys. Hey, thank you hey, so much, coach. coach. It was great. It was great meeting you. CJ, great catching up with you. 
Coach, I love you, man. Love you too, CJ. Y'all stay going hard. Y'all keep cheering on the Rangers for us, man. We'll do hey, it, man. You keep listening. <laughs> okay, I will. Thanks, Coach. Especially uh-huh. after see, this one. See. I'm sure you're going to be listening. Right I will. I will, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Y'all have a good evening, guys. All right, you too. All Thanks, right. Coach. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.